I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to Previously On. series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. So from Game of Thrones, Peaky Blinders, Westworld, Big Little Lies, Stranger Things, Watchmen, previously on Sky Cut. Westworld Season 1, Episode 4, Dissonance Theory. Bernard is with Dolores. I'm in a dream, she says. He asks if she remembers where she was before this and Dolores becomes emotional as she remembers the death of her parents at the hands of the outlaws. She reveals the pain that everyone she cares about is gone. Bernard offers to remove that feeling if she wants but she declines, stating grief is all she has left of them. Dolores worries her thoughts and feelings mean something's wrong with her or with the world and questions if she's losing her mind. Bernard asks her to try a game called The Maze, revealing if she can find its centre, maybe she can be free. Dolores says she thinks she wants to be free. Dolores wakes beneath the branches of a tree in the park. She's got a gun in her hand and William alongside her. In the saloon, Maeve talks with Clementine when she suddenly remembers Clem being shot in the head in a gunfight that killed everyone in the saloon, including herself. She sees a park cleanup team arriving to remove her from the slaughter and blurred visions of her subsequent repair. She leaves the bar shaken and finds a quiet room to investigate her stomach where the bullet entered, finding it completely unmarked. Visions of men in protective suits plague her mind and she quickly draws a sketch of one of them. Opening her chest, she reaches inside and retrieves bundles of similar sketches she's drawn previously on scraps of paper. In the Mesa Hub, Teresa questions Elsie about the stray that bashed his own head in. Despite Elsie playing the situation down, Teresa declares her team will be taking over the investigation from here, much to Elsie's annoyance. Elsie catches Bernard and reveals there is something bigger going on here than a simple glitch. Bernard, however, just brushes her off. Logan explains to William how he believes Dolores has been sent to give Will something to care about, and then mockingly suggests that if Westworld can give even Will a sense of purpose, they should probably bump up their company's stake in the place. The man in black's captive, Lawrence, insists he give up his obsession with the maze and head for Pariah where he has friends that can help them. The idea is brushed aside because the man in black has spotted the snake-tattooed armistice bathing in a nearby lake and declares he thinks they've found their snake after all, after the clue offered by Lawrence's daughter. The ponderings of the duo are interrupted by the familiar click of revolvers being readied and the man in black turns to see a group of cowboys surrounding them. Armistice approaches and an entirely unfazed man in black asks where she's heading. 
to retrieve something of great value, he's told. He then calmly kills two of her men to make room for himself and Lawrence on the trip. Back in the Mesa hub, Ashley Stubbs is told that Dolores appears to be deviating from a loop. Ashley says she should be found and pulled from the park. Cut to Dolores walking the streets of Las Mudas, the village recently visited by the Man in Black and Lawrence. A girl we recognise as Lawrence's daughter is seated by a fountain. Dolores asks her where she's from. Same as you, says the little girl, don't you remember? A disembodied voice echoes the word remember in Dolores's head and she sees a brief vision of a white church. On the ground she notices the girl has drawn a maze pattern into the dirt. Dolores kneels to investigate but is disturbed by a lawman calling her. When she looks up, the girl's gone. The man takes her by the arm, telling her she belongs back at the Abernathy Ranch. She pauses as flashes flicker across her memory. She sees the girl, the church, a gun, and then herself kneeling before a grave in a cemetery. She looks at the man and tells him she's not going back. He grabs her, but William intervenes, telling the lawman that she's with him. Elsewhere, the man in black and Lawrence watch with the rest of the group from a distance as Armistice approaches two hosts for information. We don't hear what's said, but see her kill both of them. William, Dolores, Logan and the bounty-hunting host have set up camp for the night. Will asks Dolores where she's heading, figuring the hosts have a set path to follow. Dolores admits she used to believe that, but she's now questioning it, and tells him she feels like a voice is calling to her, guiding her to some place beyond what she knows. Suddenly, Dolores is alone under a huge moon. The moon morphs into a spotlight, and she sees herself lying dead on the floor as a clean-up team get to work. She snaps back to William, but keeps the vision a secret. At a different night camp, a guest approaches the man in black and shares his admiration for him, adding that the man in black's foundation saved his sister's life. Over the ray of sunshine, the man in black says if the man utters one more word, he'll cut his throat as this is his vacation. Back at his seat, Lawrence tells the man in black that Armistice is planning to obtain something important from a prison. So the man in black declares that he will retrieve what she wants from the prison himself and bring it to her in return for the story behind her snake tattoo. Curious, she questions his interest in the ink and is asked if she had ever heard of a man named Arnold. He describes Arnold as the original settler who broke his own rule of not being able to die in the park by doing just that. He unveils the map etched into the scalp he acquired and says her tattoo could be the next piece of the puzzle. Armistice agrees to allow him to head off with Lawrence to hit the prison. Man in black and Lawrence ride inside a wagon, handcuffed and under the armed watch a deputy row. Rose offered a cigar by the Man in Black and takes the lot, leaving Man in Black just one for himself. Lawrence is told by Man in Black that he's always been a prisoner in the park, but that he's here to set him free. They arrive at the prison and are greeted by a group of armed lawmen, including the impressive Marshal Pruitt. Roe explains Man in Black and Lawrence are horse thieves, but is berated by Pruitt for not realising he has a man wanted in three territories, namely Lawrence. The Man in Black states Lawrence would like death by firing squad. As Lawrence is led away, Man in Black is locked up with another man. We see the other man is Hector. The Man in Black describes Hector as a prize poodle in the park. He tells Hector that instead of waiting to leave the prison in three days' time, they can leave now. He strikes a match and prepares to light a cigar that actually contains a small explosive. We see the actions getting the green light back in Mezzahub control and the cell door lock goes boom. They leave but are met by Deputy Rowe pointing his gun at them. At that moment, his lit cigar, stolen from a man in black and perched between his lips, blows his head clean off. Outside, Lawrence prepares to die, but is saved by the man in black and Hector. They return to Armistice with Hector in tow. He tells Hector that whatever he's looking for won't be found in the saloon safe they plan to steal. 
Armistice tells a story about masked men with devil horns slaughtering a town when she was a child, and that a snake tattoo is coloured with the blood of each man she's killed since, adding she's left the head of the blood for the leader, a man named Wyatt. A group of Native American hosts walk through the town, watched by Maeve. A girl drops a figurine that appears to look identical to the sketches she drew of the men in protective suits. She asks the girl about it, but is told it's part of their religion by a bystander. Back inside the saloon, Maeve recognises one of Hector's men. Clementine asks if Hector is the one who lives out with the savages. That's the one, replies Maeve deep in thought. Teresa meets with Ford at a huge piece of land undergoing excavation for his huge narrative. They visit a restaurant for lunch where Teresa confirms the board are concerned about the changes he's making. She reveals that when she began working at Westworld, she realised it was a place she wouldn't enjoy. Ford agrees that he and his partner Arnold had a vision of a perfectly balanced world and that Arnold had begged him not to let the money men in, but that Ford said it would be fine. He continues that he sees Westworld as an entire world in their design where they are the gods and everyone else, including the corporate money men, are merely guests. Teresa asks what happened to Arnold and is told he lost perspective and went mad, but that he himself still sees things very clearly. Teresa realises the chair she's sitting in is the same one she sat in on a visit with her parents many years ago. We know everything about our guests, said Ford, and everything about our employees. He asks her to be careful with Bernard, as he's a sensitive soul, revealing he knows of their relationship, then asks her nicely not to get in his way, cue ominous music and serious Teresa face. William and Logan are about to launch an attack on the bounty they've been tracking, and Will tells Dolores to stay clear, as she can be hurt unlike him. An assault is launched and the bounty, Slim, is captured and his men killed. Out in the park, Lawrence insists that they're crazy to go hunting Wyatt. They find Teddy blooded and bound to a tree but alive. He asks the man in black to kill him, but instead the man in black cuts him down. William and Co are transporting the captured Slim. The host bounty hunter tells Slim to be quiet after he insists his boss El Lazar will pay twice the bounty for his return. Logan steps forward and shoots the bounty hunting host dead, much to William's annoyance. Logan explains that Slim here is a ticket to El Lazo, and that is an easter egg they should follow. Logan pulls his gun on Dolores, forcing William to point his own at Slim. The standoff ends as they agree to go on an easter egg hunt thanks to some smooth talk from Logan. Back in the Mesa hub, the team are watching Hector's gang ride into town for the saloon heist. The hub team move pieces like a game of chess. Inside the saloon, Maeve holds a gun to Hector's head and demands they talk upstairs. She reveals she'll give him the safe combination in exchange for answers, then holds up her sketch. He reveals the image as a shade sacred to the natives who make figures of them. They believe they're sent from hell to watch over the world. Maeve explains she saw one after being shot in the stomach, but thought she was crazy. She hands him a knife and asks him to cut her where the wound should have been. He does, retrieving a bullet. Realising she's not crazy, Maeve states she now knows that none of this matters and kisses Hector passionately as the sheriff and his posse hammer on the door and begin firing. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Previously on is presented by Jamie East. There's a Daft Doris production. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from. We'd love you to join us for them. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.